Hi brethren, this is Pastor Craig here again and uh, welcome. Thanks for opening up and listening to our podcast. We trust you'll enjoy it and we trust you'll grow in the Lord and in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. We have been busy with the topic uh, on angels and there was quite a lot we've said in the past and the reason why we are dealing again with this topic of angels because we believe um, that uh, in these last days that the, the ministry of angels for the saints according to Hebrews 1.14 will become more and more outstanding you know, and we, be, we need to believe and have faith that angels are around us and they are busy. Amen. So, uh, without delaying anymore, let us pick up on our notes also. And uh, we've seen last week that angels rejoice when someone gets saved. And, and this is one of the very important uh, pieces of scripture there in Luke 15.10, where our Lord Jesus Christ said, Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And, and I want to emphasize this because um, angels do not preach the gospel, but they do help us get people to a place where the gospel can be preached or where somebody can testify or witness to them so that they may receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And it is a lot of work for angels. And, you know, there's such joy that for every sinner that says yes to Jesus, there's rejoicing. In the presence of the angels of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And then we, we, we moved on and spoke about the power of angels. So that they can destroy people and cities uh, in, in big ways. Like for instance in Second Samuel 24 verse 16 it says. And when the angel stretched out his hand toward Jerusalem to destroy it. The Lord relented from the calamity and said to the angel who was working destruction among the people it is enough now stay your hand in other words God instructed that angel to stop destroying the city and then uh, we can look at second kings verse uh, chapter 19 sorry verse 35 and it came to pass on a certain night that the angel of the Lord went out and killed in the camp of the Assyrians 185,000 and when people arose early in the morning there were the corpses all dead. Imagine that. Amen. One angel killing 185,000 uh, persons. And so we can see the might of the angels. Amen. In the New Testament, we read one of our scriptures, Acts 12 to 23. Then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him, Herod, as he, because he was searching for Peter. Uh, because he did not, why did the angel strike him? The Bible went on to say there in Acts 12:23, because he did not give glory to God and he was eaten by worms and died. And then uh, one of the last scriptures we used last week was angels can cook for you and feed you. And we saw this in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 5 and 6. And it says, And he, Elijah, lay down and slept under a broom tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was at his head a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. And he ate and drank and lay down again. Amen. Hallelujah. And I gave you some examples, uh, uh, you know, uh, on, on, on one of God's servants, these modern days, our modern day servants, during the revival of in South Africa, a book came out by Mel Tari, um, Like a Mighty Wind. 
And, and in this book, they described how they could not cross the river. And they laid on the banks of this river, Maltari and, and, and some of the believers, and they fell asleep. And when they got up, they were all satisfied and they all had the same dream and that they have been eating the same food and they were so filled and the food was so nice. Hallelujah. Fed by the angels. Hallelujah. Now, it says also further on here uh, that the angel of the Lord can deliver us. In Psalms 34, 7. Psalms 34, verse 7. And the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and be and delivers them. Hallelujah. And then I think we finished last week by saying angels have their own language. It says First uh, Corinthians 31, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And I said the, the tongues of men and the tongues of angels. Tongues of men, obviously, is tongues we know are mother languages. But then when we come to tongues of angels, I believe personally that it is being able to speak in tongues. Amen. So angels, the tongues of angels, I believe it's speaking in a heavenly language. Hallelujah. Anyway, let's pick up today and we continue. And we can look at um, one of the questions. Do we know any names of angels of the Lord? Well, the two outstanding angels that we see in the Bible is, uh, for instance, Gabriel, which was one which is an angel of the Lord in, in Luke chapter 1, uh, verse 11 to 12, and then verse 19 also. Luke chapter 1, verse 11 to 12, and then verse 19. It says, Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, Zacharias, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. Amen. Gabriel appears quite a few times in the Bible. And um, <clears throat> then, and, and you know, amazingly that uh, Gabriel, when angels do appear, they would say who they are. Most times we have, uh, when angels do not speak to people, they would appear and do what they have to do for God. Amen. And then we have Michael, which was one of the chief princes of God, or the archangel of the Lord also. Daniel 10, 13, it says, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes or archangels, came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Hallelujah. In other words, the angel Michael came to help another angel get the message through to Daniel who was fasting. And so we know there's more than one chief princess, uh, prince sorry, or archangel of God. Amen. <clears throat> now, let's look at another fact here. The true or the complete nature of angels is beyond human understanding. For instance, in Judge, Judges 13, 18. What are we doing? The true and complete nature of angels is beyond human understanding. Again, Judges 13 verse 18. And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful? The word wonderful there means secret, remarkable, or beyond understanding. In this case, this year, you know, some, many times when we see this, we 
think about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Well, so many times appeared in the Bible and is called the angel of the Lord. Uh, we'll pick up on that later on. Angels, then also another fact here, angels have none of the attributes of God. This is very important that uh, if we notice these, the attributes of God, just the three main attributes of God. Uh, number one, angels are not omniscient. Okay. In, in, in other words, they do not know, they don't know everything. They're not knowledgeable about everything. God knows everything. Isn't that true? And so they do not know, for instance, the time of the return of Jesus. And that is found in Mark 13, 32. So angels are not omniscient or all-knowing. Secondly, angels are not omnipotent or omnipotent, we say. Or the other way we can put it out is angels are not all-powerful. They can be removed from heaven. Amen. That is, for instance, the uh, angels that fell, uh, the tooth, uh, a third of the angels, sorry, which, which, which followed Lucifer, Satan, according to scripture. So, so they're not all powerful. They're not omnipotent. And then thirdly, they are not omnipresent. Well, I think that word is self-explanatory. They are not present everywhere. They cannot be everywhere all the time. Amen. So they move from one place to another. And are not everywhere at the same time. Okay. Let's look at another fact here also then. Angels were created. Colossians 1.16. And it says, and, and I think we mentioned this before, but it's good to mention again. Colossians 1 verse 16. For by him Jesus Christ, all things were created that are in heaven, that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether they are thrones or dominions, or principalities, or powers. All things were created through Him and for Him. Hallelujah. Uh, and we'll deal later on with the break up those words, later on when we speak about thrones, dominions, principalities, or powers. They, all these things were created through Him and for Him. So angels were created by Jesus Christ for Him, through Him. Amen. Hallelujah. And then we see also, in Psalms 148, verse 2 and verse 5, it says, Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His hosts. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded and they were created. So, Jesus Christ, all things were made, were created. Everything it says, all things again, if I refer to Colossians 1, 16, it says, For by him all things were created that are in heaven, that are on earth, visible and invisible. And we mentioned the thrones, the dominions, the principalities and the powers. Hallelujah. And obviously, uh, as we read now in Psalms 148, verse 2 and verse 5, the, the, the verse 5 says, For he commanded and they were created. Who was created? The angels. Hallelujah. The angels of the Lord. Hallelujah. And uh, when did angels exist? Well, angels existed before the earth was created. Amen. You see, if the angels sang when the earth was created, then they preceded the creation of the earth. Isn't that true? If they sang before, or, or, or they sang when the earth was made, that means they were before the earth was made, they, 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 they already existed. Um, we take one scripture in the book of Job, or Job, Job 
38, and we have, we'll read verse 1, and then we'll read verse 4 down to 7. First verse 1, and then verse 4 down to 7. It says, then, verse 1 says, Then the Lord replied to Job out of the tempest and said, Where were you when I laid the earth's foundations? Amen. Speak if you have understanding. And then verse 5, uh, 5 says, Do you know who fixed its dimensions or who measured it with a line? Amen. Verse 6 says, Unto what were the bases sunk? Who set its cornerstones? Verse 7, When the morning stars sang together and all the divine beings shouted for joy. Well, there we have there when the morning stars sang together. Well, that, that's the existence of beings before the earth was made. And it says, especially uh, the second part, it says, and all the divine beings shouted for joy. Who's the divine beings? We believe it's the angels of the living God. Okay. Then we, we mention again, and we repeat this, that angels have a domain. Okay. In, in the book of Jude 6, and it says there, and the angels who did not keep their proper domain or their first estate also. The word domain means a set place or even their character or who they were. Okay, And the angels who did not keep their proper domain but left their own abode. He has reserved in everlasting change and darkness for the judgment of the great day. So angels had a domain and, and they had a, a set way of character a state and these we speak especially of those angels who went and followed Lucifer this is in Jude 6 so angels had a domain or have a domain I believe still the angels that still serves under God are serving at in certain areas certain domains with certain amount of power and character also hallelujah and they did not lose their estate Angels then also, then we can say, then we can conclude from that also, that angels have a choice and can sin. They, they, they chose to follow Lucifer. Isn't that true? Second Peter 2.4 For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, you see, they, they, they had a choice also. They could, just like humans, they, have a, they had a choice. It says here, for, for if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness, to be reserved for judgment. So angels have choice and they can sin. Hallelujah. Okay. And then we see also angels comes in different strengths or so. For instance, in uh, in Second Thessalonians chapter one verse seven. Second Thessalonians chapter one verse seven. It says, "And to give you who are troubled rest with us when the Lord." Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. So yeah, mighty angels is mentioned here. Amen. Okay. So there's mighty angels. And then we also read about strong angels. Revelations 5, 2. Revelations chapter 5, verse 2. It says, Then I saw strong angels proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? Amen. So, uh, we see uh, the different strengths of angels. And then lastly, let's finish today there. <clears throat> that there are different sizes of angels. Amen. Different sizes of angels. Revelation 7.1 uh, 
After these things, I saw four angels standing at the corners of the earth. Now, now that's huge. I mean, these angels should be huge if they're standing at the four corners of the earth. And it says here, they're holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, on the sea, or on any tree. Now, 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 that's amazing. Hallelujah, that's amazing. So, I mean, four angels standing on the, you know, in, at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth. That's powerful, and, that's, and they must be huge. Now, we, we need to think about this and, and see also later on, we will uh, summarize, put it in a summary together, about what effect and influence angel has, angels have on the weather, on the politics, uh, on every day of, of our lives. Amen. And in this case, yes, it's an eye-opener to know that angels can affect the weather. Amen. And so, this is why we're studying angels, because we as Christians, uh, we have... The Bible teaches us we have angels who are ministering to the, uh, God's people, to those who are saved, according to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14. Hallelujah. Think about this. We've got these mighty, strong angels that's on our side. Hallelujah. And, and, and we give God all the praise and all the thanks and all the honor. Hallelujah. And as we get to know more and as we, about angels and as we get to pray more, we believe that their effects also... They will also affect our lives in a good way. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's close our eyes and pray and thank the Lord this morning. Because of Jesus, there's angels. They were created by Him and for Him. I also do believe, just before we pray, that yes, angels are also under the influence of the Holy Spirit when we pray. Well, amen. If they're under Jesus, if Jesus created them, and then I believe also that angels are influenced, as we pray, influenced and moved by the Holy Spirit too. And I don't believe they can move without the Holy Spirit also. Uh, uh, that's, that's basically we, we, what I believe. Amen. So, so let's pray and we thank the Lord this, this day for the powerful ministering of the angels of God. Father God, we want to thank you for everyone who's listened in, Lord. And, and Father... We've learned in scripture that all of us, we have our birth angels, angels who look, from the day we were born, angels who look into your face, Father. We believe, O Holy Father, that as our faith, Almighty Lord God, is motivated and strengthened in this area, Lord God, concerning angels, our angels, Almighty Lord, will start becoming more busy in our lives, Lord, more productive in our lives, Holy Father. And Father, I thank you that in Jesus' name, O oh Lord God, we may receive the ministering of angels. And as we continue to intercede, O oh Lord, and pray that angels will start moving in a mighty way, Lord. And your plans and your purposes for our lives will come to pass also, Father, with the help of angels too. In Jesus' name. Well, thank you everybody for listening into our podcast. Uh, pray for your families. Pray for one another. And do not forget to... Uh, to give your offering, to, to plant your offering, to give your seed also in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen and amen.